Hey guys, Zach here. Quick note about this episode of the podcast. I didn't quite know that when I had scheduled to record this, that there would be some music and people talking in the background in my apartment. We There was a birthday recently and we had some people over as a gathering. Did not realize that it would be during the podcast recording session. So you'll probably hear some of that in the background, but I try to minimize it as much as possible. Hopefully that doesn't ruin your listening experience because there was a lot of valuable information to take away from this episode. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. I'm Zack Snyder. And I'm Aiden Matthews. And welcome to another YouTube podcast, the one-stop shop for everything and anything related to YouTube. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Episode six. Episode six. Yeah. We'll be talking about sub for sub. The best thing <laughs> you can be doing as a YouTuber today. Absolutely. Yeah. It. If there's a if there's a secret to success on YouTube, this might this be it. it. <laughs> you know, on this podcast, we only talk about good things to do. So this is just another one of them. You this know? is just <laughs> another one of them that you should absolutely one hundred percent do. And, and again, uh, doesn't ha- doesn't even have to be on YouTube. Do it on Facebook, right, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter. go to Tumblr. Vinny. Just do it. Just do it everywhere. Just follow literally every person under the sun. They'll follow you back. It'll be great. It's universal. Yeah. Um. Have you ever taken a sarcastic, like a sarcasm class? Because <laughs> if you <laughs> thought we actually. were telling the truth, then maybe you should take a sarcasm class. <laughs> well, the reason I opened up with it is just because for many people, that wasn't sarcastic. For many people, that is. is their only way of growth. For many people, that's their mindset. And we're telling you here, if that is your mindset... You're in for a long episode. <laughs> You're in for a long episode. <laughs> oh yeah, gonna um, gonna hopefully educate these children on the uh, or men or men. You don't know men. men or women. Yeah. True, true, true. There's a lot of people out there. There's a lot of people doing the there. wrong. <laughs> yeah. So look that's forward why to that. <laughs> but first, let's talk about our week on YouTube. Your week on YouTube trademark. Trademark. That's right. I forgot about the trademark. How did I? How, how could I? It's important. You can't. It you can't forget the trademark. Otherwise, it, it loses its value. I agree. You know? I agree. You got to make sure that 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 value is inherently there. <laughs> Shit like that. So. Oh yeah. So how was your week on YouTube? My week on YouTube trademark <laughs> <laughs> was actually <laughs> multiple weeks because it's been a little bit. Um, I guess since it has. we got the last one, I yeah. think we got it and, out in in a timely fashion. But it's been a little bit since we've actually recorded it. So right. So for me, it's been multiple weeks. In fact, I re-listened to it, and I believe in that video I said I had about uh, I was trying to reach two ninety subs mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th- things have changed. Oh wow, <laughs> things, that's right. <laughs> Things has uh, substantially changed. We um, got a little, we got a little feud going, man. We do. It's been a little, uh, little rivalry in, uh, in sub counts here. It's, it's quite intriguing. Right. On, on the Subijian Games channel, by the way. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting <laughs> not Zack Snyder prod. He's working on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm currently at 334 subs, which was a big jump from the 280 something I was at earlier. Yeah. And a lot of that had to do with. 
uh, one of my Sun and Moon streams, the 44th one, on October 22nd, 2017, your boy got raided twice in that stream. Yeah. And brought along a lot of good people, I think. The day before, I had hit 300, and then by the end of that 44... By the end of the, that stream, jeez, hmm. um, I must have been at like 325 or whatever. That's great. Roughly. So, hit 300 the day before, hit 325 on Sunday, and then from <laughs> 325 to 334 has been absolutely nothing but networking. I've been doing a lot of networking this week um, with other YouTube communities, mainly the Purple Fire 99 community. Okay. And uh, they're called the P Fire Gang, if you will. Oh, um, but okay. just, but just every time Purple streams, I notice that he has a lot of people in his call, uh, talking with them, sort of. Really? You know, okay. they're they're very much group streams. Gotcha. So one day, Purple invited me there to show up, and I did. Had a fun time or whatever. Nice. And then people would just occasionally ask, like, "Hey, do you do you do, you do YouTube as well? Uh, what kind of content you make?" And I'll drop a link, and usually nine times out of ten, they'll sub. Um, and then a couple of people even. I'm working with on other projects as well. So it wasn't even just a sub thing. Nice. I, I got new people commenting on questions on the couch, new stream viewers, uh, new people who are interested in things like my 300 sub giveaway, which just yeah. recently ended. Um, a lot of good stuff in terms of that front. Another great YouTube moment also happened to me recently where I was watching a beat em ups live stream. And for those who don't know, Beat'em Ups is a YouTube channel that's at around 88,000 subs. Mm-hmm. He's been doing it for a while, but he's just now kind of getting big or whatever. And he was having a stream in which it was called uh, I'll Watch Your Channels and Give Critique or whatever. And I'm oh, like, yeah. ooh, hello, this is interesting. So I go into the stream and I notice a lot of people are suggesting shit. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to get noticed unless I donate. So I donate a dollar. <laughs> I donate a dollar to the man, and it gets his attention. He's like, "Oh, okay, I'll I'll, I'll watch your uh, I'll watch one video of yours." And I'm like, "Cool." So I show him the midnight vlog, uh, five underrated games you should be playing. Mm-hmm. Pretty decent video, uh, but he gave me a lot of tips based stuff on it. Uh, tip number one: my music was a little too loud, so I'm lowering it even more okay. because I never audio balancing is like one of those things that I'm forever horrible at. Same and. And I'm trying to get better at, but it's that's, hard. It's really that's hard. to be expected. It's difficult. And I mean, to, yeah. go ahead. I was just gonna say, like, like I'm a musician, and I do like some sound recording stuff for my uh, my university and stuff. And even then, like when it comes to balancing audio and just sound, like mastering in general, it's difficult. Yeah, I know what sounds good on my speakers necessarily doesn't sound good on my TV or other speakers as well. So it's mm-hmm. a it's a big old giant balancing act. But that yeah. was something I expected as far as criticism went. Uh, critique number two, um, I wasn't showing gameplay in the Hidden Gems video. <laughs> which <How> dare you? <laughs> which is something you can argue against me for. And mm-hmm. that, again, was fair criticism. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. It was something I've heard before, too. You know, both of these yeah. tips I had heard a lot of people talk about. But criticism yeah. number three was definitely the most interesting of all. And it was essentially... Um, the way I titled videos, mm-hmm. and this I found to be super fascinating. Previously, the way I titled my videos was I went with the series name, then the actual mini title, and then the episode number. Of course. Right? And what he was telling me, basically, which I found very fascinating, 
is no one's searching up my series names, right? No one's <laughs> actively searching for questions on the couch, midnight vlogs, whatever. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. What they are searching for is your unique title. So he was just telling me to get rid of the whole the midnight vlogs and the questions on the couch, at least in the title, and then just keep my good one there. And I'm like, that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, it's crazy and, uh, how much that can change. Yeah, uh, not only will it help in search ranking, but for people like scrolling down and looking at videos, you know, when you're scrolling down, you might not see the entire title. You might only see a few words, right? And especially so if the first words, especially on mobile, if the first words you're seeing are just the series title, it's going to be very hard for people to click and be like, oh, okay, what's this? Whatever, right? But by me either getting rid of the series title or maybe even putting it at the end, it's giving a lot more new people the opportunity to see my stuff. And so I thought that tip in general was absolutely fascinating. And it's one of my big learning moments in terms of YouTube stuff that I think I've had like all year. And it was something <laughs> as simple as the title of all things. Yeah, that's awesome. All right. Yeah, um, I, mean, that, that I have a feeling that is going to change uh, your, your view count. Right. And, and I've already started doing it. <laughs> like yeah. I've already started doing that. I'm going to start doing all three of those things. So shout out to beat em ups. Um, thank you so much for the advice. It was definitely the best dollar I've ever spent <laughs> in terms of <laughs> stuff like that. And then, yeah, that was basically my week. I did a couple of updating to my Patreon and about page links and stuff. But like, other than that, that's been, that's been my jam on YouTube. A lot of interesting stuff happening on my end. This yeah, week. definitely. I think, I think it goes to show like number one like you never it never hurts to ask people to like check out your stuff even if it costs a dollar like <laughs> sure so right. underpriced like <laughs> i should have paid them like five or ten for the stuff i was getting out of right, it TVH. Right. <laughs> you know? and then like you know you doing your networking like people constantly have problems with like doing collaborations or getting out there to find collaborations like just Start hopping on streams, start commenting on people's videos, find people that you want to work with or you, you think have interesting, you know, content that may or may not be similar to yours. And you can, you know, potentially get in those communities, which will inevitably kind of transfer to your communities, you know? Right, right. I mean, it, sharing, it sharing with, viewers. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, because it, it happened with me, with your community. Right. Easily, because like there's about four or five people that from your community that come onto my streams every once in a while and are in my Discord, and it's, and it's the same vice versa on my end as well. Yeah, exactly. So it's not like he just took from me and got nothing in return. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I've been watching Zach's stuff for a while. I watch Purple stuff from a lot, and a lot of the communities cross pollinate. And hey, that's fine for me because they're getting a lot of great content. And hell, maybe they'll even start expecting more out of my stuff, and that will. That would be good for me because it'll give me an opportunity uh, to improve a lot more. So, right, a lot of people lot of, forget that viewers on YouTube watch more than one channel. <laughs> right. You know? So it's good to remember that. I agree. Yeah. So my week on this wonderful website known as YouTube. <laughs> trademark. Um, <laughs> trademark. I, I guess it has been two weeks, hasn't it? So I've been doing. A lot more content creation, which is nice, because I know for a while, since the, the website, since the podcast started, I was doing a lot of rebranding, I was doing a lot of planning, all that kind of stuff, so I'm finally getting back into like the mojo of making videos every day, which is really mm -hmm. cool, um, and then I'm kind of pushing myself a lot this month, 
to not only put videos out on the Zack Snyder Productions and the gaming channel, but to also put original unique content on Facebook as well. Um, so it's it's a little much. I think it's doable. What I'm doing basically is taking uh, so I want to do anime recaps for a while. I tried doing one on YouTube a couple months ago. It went okay. Did like three episodes in one video. It, it was fine. But I realized that kind of format was going to be hard to keep up with when there's so much anime coming out on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. So I decided to do episode recaps and um, there's a lot of people on YouTube that do anime episode re- ep- like recaps reviews type things but they also get looked down upon because the, the format they're doing it they're they're not talking they, they, they just tend to be like if there's a 20 minute episode and you're doing a si- 17 minute review slash recap on it people could have just watched the episode themselves so my goal here is to make very short videos, less than five minutes of, of, of each episode of certain anime. Mm-hmm. Post them onto Facebook, quote-unquote exclusively, because I'm also putting them on Vigby and BitChute just because they're smaller platforms. Right. And then when I get to like five episodes, I'm going to combine them into one video and put that up on YouTube. Hmm. So there's, Interesting strategy. Yeah. I, I don't know how well it's going to work. I um, I just know that I already have been getting a decent amount of views on Facebook. If you post these things in the right groups on Facebook, they do get really good views. Um, when they're native Facebook videos, if they're YouTube videos, it's a little sketchy as to whether views are going to come in or not. Yeah. But, you know, when somebody's scrolling on Facebook, especially in mobile, and there's a video that starts playing, they're liable to watch it. So there's that, and then I'm like going into my old ass sacks, and I'm breaking down those, turning those into short little videos, putting those on Facebook. A um, couple of other smaller series I'm, I want to get into. I'm trying to find different ways I can work on Instagram. Uh, I went on, I went and looked up hashtags that people use for different days of the weeks. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you got Throwback Thursday. Well, that's easy. I've got like a, a thousand videos I can choose from. I can just find like funny moments and put those for Throwback Thursdays. Um <laughs> It's not, you know, and then right. last week I tried this thing called Saturday Thoughts where I just kind of posted a picture of me, did like this journal thing. So I'm going to try to do that every Saturday. And then I got like other different hashtags for each day of the week that I'm going to try to try to play around with, see if I can be more involved on Instagram with more original stuff rather than just posting my YouTube videos everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it, it, I think it'll be an interesting strategy. I think it'll work if I can keep up with everything. But hmm. overall, I mean, it's it's been cool. Um, I did mention that I got that, like, internship type thing. Right. With Roberto Blake. and it's Roberto. Me, Roberto. Um, <laughs> it's gotten me kind of in this group on Facebook that I've been able to talk to other creative entrepreneurs, content creators, uh, some bigger, some are smaller. And it's it's interesting to see other people's thoughts processes in here, and um, like I even recently got a little bit of a commission for doing a, or I'm going to be doing a little bit of work for this guy, making some like social media images and getting paid for it. So, ooh, that's cool. So, crazy. It's a little bit of you know, it's still my same motto of doing a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. and trying to see 
trying to see what works. But I am excited to like be pushing out consistent content again because it always feels more rewarding. <laughs> exactly. When you're actually stuff. putting stuff out there. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Because I, I just feel like I'm slacking. Oh, I got back into streaming too with Mario Odyssey, which is a great game. So that's fun. There was a big deal that happened uh, with this podcast in particular on BitChute. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'll briefly go ahead and talk about that, I guess. Uh, yeah. Recently, like, it was it was out of nowhere. I'm on I'm on Twitter, and I get a notification. And I'm going to go I'll check it out right quick. And uh, BitChute, the company on Twitter, I recently followed them. I did a little infographic earlier on in the uh, on the YouTube Alternatives episode, and that got retweeted a lot. They got retweeted by BitChute, and then like there was like 30 or 40 retweets on that picture. So that episode got a lot of views, which is cool. But then recently on the Casey Neistat demonetization extrasode, BitChute like, posted the video up on there and just said, Just found Zach. Welcome. <laughs> and I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. When um, I saw that, I immediately... I tweeted in the response like oh, that blew me away a little bit yeah because they seem to share a decent amount of the videos that go on their website which is really cool which is really cool i agree uh it looks like if you um it looks like they'll retweet stuff if you mention them or if you use the hashtag bit shoot if it's on their website but the fact that they took the time to at me i mean sure it doesn't take a whole lot of time it's <laughs> kind of cool though Right, right. So a little bit of recognition going yeah. a long way. So uh, it's it's nice to be noticed a little bit by, you know, a, a bigger company in that kind of regards. It's pretty cool. It's a good boost to morale too to keep doing stuff on BitChute and to know that it wasn't a waste either. Exactly, you know? exactly. And I, I think BitChute has been really nice because not only am I getting more views on there than I am YouTube. I mean, that's cool. Uh, it's just nice to kind of have that alternative place to put stuff. Um, and on Vidme too. I'm not seeing as many results on Vidme, but that's, it's, you know, it's to be expected. Bigger. You just gotta kind of wait around and keep pushing stuff out. And it is, it is a lot bigger. And then somehow, I think it might be stream related. I've been getting a lot of, uh, a decent amount of subs lately, which is cool. Hmm. On both channels. Um, I think it's just because I started posting shit again. You know? That, that, that'll that do it. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. None wins them over quite like the uploads. <laughs> exactly. Daily uploads. <laughs> but yeah. That, that, was, uh, that was my week, week and a half, however long it was, on YouTube. <laughs> a lot of good stuff from both sides. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's been... It's been encouraging. Yeah, this was it. My takeaway uh, from your week a whole lot of the time is just like, there's always so much going on. And you always wonder, like, is any of this going to turn out okay? Yeah, um, it's... <laughs> but it was nice to hear a good week from you where it wasn't just, I tried it a lot of stuff and it probably is going to fail long term, but here we are. Like, <laughs> you know, like, right. this this was a good week. This was a good week, Definitely. I feel. Helps boost the morale just a little bit, you know? And allow you to take more risk, I feel, even. Oh, yeah, for sure. Because, like, I'm, I'm a pretty big risk taker in general, but just, like, getting that encouragement every once in a while definitely is valuable. Mm-hmm. Not something I want to take for granted. It's crucial. 
Definitely. Oh boy. Mm. Is it that time? It's time for our main topic that we mm. mentioned uh, just a little bit. Just a little yeah. bit of a mention at the beginning. Sub for sub, also known as What's follow for follow. <laughs> It's yeah. probably known by like a billion names, you know. Yeah, so it's universal. I guess for like the the three people that don't understand the term sub for sub, mm-hmm. uh, who's either not engaged in it, which if you haven't, congratulations, you won. You won you've, today's you've, episode. You've won. <laughs> uh, or you know the three people that hasn't gotten it in their comment section yet, because just about everybody will get this in their comment section at some point. Yeah. Um. Sub for sub or subscriber for subscriber or however you want to call it is a term used in the YouTube community to describe someone who engages in <laughs> witchcraft. No, <I'm> just <laughs> the <Someone> devil. <laughs> the, the, the devil's work. Uh, it's, yeah. it's someone who basically subscribes to somebody else's YouTube channel with the expectation that they're going to subscribe back. Mm-hmm. In other words, your subscriber counts go up but nothing else does nothing else does views don't <laughs> right. go up you know likes don't go up comments don't go up all these things that you expect to gradually get more and more as you grow your channel organically uh none of it happens if you and you know if you do sub for sub right and these aren't just the typical oh i'm gonna subscribe and you're gonna find out that i subscribe so you'll follow back these people will sub, leave you a comment, so they have to acknowledge it, right? Mm-hmm. Leave you a comment and be like, yo, I subscribed to your channel. Would you uh, follow me back or sub back or whatever? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like, not this. Not only did I not want to sub to your channel, but I'm mad that you subbed to me because now I know that's one dead subscriber, mm-hmm. right? Like, this person is never going to watch any of my stuff. And just simply subbed to leave that comment there. Yeah. And we'll probably unsub eventually. Probably, you know? especially if you don't subscribe back. Or comment um, back or, you know, give them the attention that, that they deserve, really. So but, go ahead. I typically find two different people that do this. Uh, right, that's what so, I was going to get into, the okay. mindset. Okay, cool. <laughs> so, like, the main group of people that I see are people with very little potential that do not put any work into their videos and are thinking that YouTube is going to be a money, a place to make a bunch of money and get famous, and but they're not mm-hmm. willing to put in the work. And then the other group of people is the people that got their information from the wrong, from the, the other crowd, but these people actually have some potential and if they just knew... What, what devilish things they were getting themselves into, they would stop immediately. Right. And those are the people that I feel like this podcast episode is made for. And those are the uh, people that are the saddest to hear about when you, you know, see them do sub for sub stuff. Because if they weren't doing it, you could definitely uh, see them going places and growing as a whole. But mm-hmm. because they're actively slowing themselves down by doing this sub for sub tactic, it's going to hurt them in the long run. And a lot of them are just... You know, once they realize it falls flat on their face, they're just going to quit, you know? Yeah. And so it becomes very devastating from that angle as well. Like, who cares if it's just a channel that's making garbage content and then subbing for subbing? Because, you know, 
they'll eventually quit. They'll realize what they're doing is wrong and then that'll be it. Or they'll keep trying to milk it and never get any success out of it, right? right. Like those They've people who, lost, who cares, you know, who cares about them? It's, it's the people that try and give a damn and then for whatever reason or another go into the sub for sub tactic when they could be doing so much better. That's, that's sad. That's very yeah. sad to me. Agreed. But like, why do people do it? Why do you, that's the question I want to ask. What what gets them into that mindset? You know, when I first encountered Sub for Subs, I, I was I'm very much in the old school gaming communities. I I mean I was a part of a website specifically for Let's Players to kind of gather around and talk and share their content with each other. And I saw people on that website do Sub for Sub. Uh, there was there was plenty of them where I did a show for that website where I talked about the new members on there and they would immediately subscribe to me and then expect me to subscribe back. Um, and it's a lot of those people, they, they believe that it's going to help their channel. They think that they think subscribers is everything. Let's just put out the big point right here is that right. that, I mean, that's what it is. They think that subscribers is everything that subscribers equals success and that is one of the biggest miscommunication or biggest uh, miss what's the word fallacies fallacies there you go on YouTube is that subscribers equal success and it's just not true Mm -hmm. they're an important factor to it yes um, absolutely but they're they're not the whole thing and more importantly um, the sub for sub subscribers inherently have a lot less value than normal ones so Mm. Even if it is something that's like 100% crucial to success, the way sub for subbers are going about getting subscribers means that they're that subscribers in general have inherently a lot less value to that channel because they weren't organically grown, because these subscribers are not actual viewers, because they're inflating numbers, like so mm. on and so forth. So on and so forth, I think. I think what's... So there's a... I've seen a couple of channels like this. One specific, I'm not going to give out like the name of it because that would just be wrong. But mm-hmm. there was a there's a Facebook group called Let's Play Academy that if you're into video games, gaming on YouTube, I definitely suggest you be a part of. But there was a guy on there that uh, – was it on that one? It may have been on another one. Anyways, guy on Facebook group, he had over 1,000 subscribers, close to like 1,300. And his content just – it isn't good. You know, you know what a bad channel's content looks like. Everybody does. Just mm-hmm. inconsistent, bad video quality, bad audio quality, no storytelling. It's just objectively bad. Um, and then in turns also subjectively bad. But it's it sucks for people like this because when they when they get to the point where they've done some stuff for sub and they've and then they realize, oh, I actually like making videos and I want to get better and I want to go, you know, talk to people about it. You almost feel like it's going to be very hard for them to get back out there. It's already too late, right? Because, and I don't think it ever is too late. I, I will say that. I think if, I mean, just just quick aside, I think if you have sub for subbed and you have finally figured out how to make videos really well and you think you could go somewhere... I think it's very easy to either one, make a new channel, or if you want to try to see if any of those subs that were back in the day could potentially check you out. Uh, Now, 
I would say just delete everything on there and just upload a bunch of content at once. They're good. And then, you know, then you could probably get a little bit of people checking you out in their sub box by accident. Sure. So I think there is a way to bounce back from it. But like you said, it is almost like it's too late because you have all these subscribers yet when people check your stuff out, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't. It's not representative. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't match, you know? Yeah. And that, and that it, sucks. It does. I don't know. I feel like sub for sub is like living in a burning house, really. <laughs> and once you've done that damage to your house, really the only ways are kind of like you mentioned is you let that house go and you build a mm. new one. Yeah. Or you just try to put it out and then refix everything. For me, staying on a channel with a lot of sub for sub going on is it's just putting yourself in a in a bad place because to me it almost feels like the mountain that you have to climb is even harder. And yeah, I don't yeah, need sure. I don't need extra challenge <laughs> when it comes to YouTube, right? Like there's already a lot of mountains I gotta climb. Why would I <laughs> Why would I hurt myself more by doing that? So for me, and this is a, a my opinion kind of thing, if mm. you are doing sub for sub, I feel like making a new channel is the way to go. And I, I get it. A lot of people have a lot of people have an attachment to that first channel. Mm. But like I said, it's it's like trying to live in a in a burning house. You know, you're only you're only going to hurt yourself and waste time, even if you even if what you know is wrong. Right, even if you're like, I'm gonna stop doing sub for sub, <laughs> you know the damage doesn't disappear, right? right. It's kind of already been done. <laughs> it's it's not reversible. You can tear it down and fix it, um, but yeah, once the damage is done, it's done. And I think yes, that's sad, and yes, that's a horrible thing f to happen to anybody. But then again, you shouldn't have put yourself in that scenario to begin with. You know, you shouldn't have. I agree. And unless it, you're just so innocent that you just had no idea, which is the case, which is the case sometimes. The case and I feel like some. a lot of people know what they're doing and they're not, yeah. they're not sad about it and they're not, they're going to keep going. Yeah. It, and I hope, I hope that this podcast like teaches some people, the, you know, the people that didn't know, Mm -hmm. that Sub for Sub isn't good. Right. Um, I mean, it's just so inherently dis destructive to your channel. Um, like you said, I, I definitely agree. If you are in that position where you've done it, I do think a new channel is probably the best decision to do. Um, mm -hmm. Theoretically, you can bounce back from it All if right. you put in a shit ton of work. But it is one of those things where it's going to be so much more difficult. <laughs> right. So much. It, it, it almost is easier starting from scratch. And it depends a lot on how much you've done it, right? If right. you're someone who has subbed for subbed and you've only gotten like 10 subscribers from it, like obviously you're fine, right? You haven't oh, done yeah, yeah, for sure. You haven't done enough of it to, to warrant restarting your channel over or anything like that. The people we're talking about here are, like Zach mentioned, guys that are at like 1,000, 500, mm. 600, 700. People who have already gone too far past the point of growing organically and are just going to keep trying to inflate that number. You know? If you're yeah. anywhere from 
like one to a hundred, I would argue. I still think you're in a range to where it's it's possible to turn it around. Anywhere past that to me is sort of getting into the territory that I was talking about before. But I didn't want to confuse people for the people who've only have done it like a little bit. You're fine. <laughs> Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you can you can go to the booth and you can ask for forgiveness and then just, you know, do better right. next time. Uh, <laughs> I think... Repent. <laughs> you got to repent for your sins here. Your sub for sub sins. Um, leave in the comment if you... <laughs> leave in the comment sections if you've done sub for sub ever before. And uh, I have not. Ever. You know what I hope? I genuinely hope we get a comment that's like sub for sub question mark in a non-joking manner. Like if Jay or Patient or somebody like that does it, like obviously. Right. But I, I hope somebody leaves a comment that that's non-ironic. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I can see that happening. Here's another thing, right? Mm-hmm. If you put yourself in a position where you have 500 to 1,000 or more sub for subbers subscribed to your channel. Mm-hmm. Your, your channel is not only, not only is the reputation ruined, right? Because if somebody knew, if I was to check out your channel today and see that you had over a thousand subscribers, my first thought is you probably are going to have a decent channel. You're probably, a, you know, an up and coming YouTuber. You've probably put in a little bit of work to get to that thousand subscribers. I wonder what kind of content you have. And then if I look at it and all of it is, uh, I mean, I, I, don't have to go into specifics. If it's all shitty content, like there's no reason for me to stick around, number one. And what you've done is those a thousand people, they've gone to your channel. Think about this. They've gone to your channel. They've clicked on maybe one or two of your videos. Maybe you got a couple of views from that. And that's it. So now your channel has anywhere from a thousand to five thousand extra views. They have no watch time added to it. Mm-hmm. Your your channel has views where people literally went to your channel and then clicked immediately back off. Meaning that inside of YouTube's and um, algorithm inside of its database, your channel is under the channels where they're not going to promote at all mm-hmm. because people obviously didn't like what they saw. They didn't stick around. They didn't watch more than one video. So there's no reason for them to recommend your videos to anybody exactly and you know sub for sub works a lot better on a youtube where it's simply a view number and not a watch time thing right like it is now Mm -hmm. you know back in the day when it was just views sub for sub could have helped because once you got that sub they might have watched your video once and even if they immediately clicked away from it who cares right like you got the view you're done but in a in a watch time focused youtube where not only do views matter, but how long they watch matters. Sub for sub hurts you now more than it ever did. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that. It's like there's going to be no engagement. Like you're not getting extra right. comments unless it was, I subscribe to your channel, subscribe back. Mm-hmm. You're not getting a like or even a dislike. A dislike is better than somebody subscribing to your channel expecting you to subscribe back. Like it's... Yeah, like it, I mean, it's just it's just that destructive to your channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, sub for sub d- does a lot of bad things, and that's sort of what we're going into now after we pass the whole mindset deal. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, the one thing you know, most of subscribers you have aren't real. Most people who know what they're doing, who go to your channel, 
and see that you have a thousand subs but awful videos will nine times out of ten immediately see through that disguise and be like, oh no, this guy's doing a sub for sub thing. Right? Yeah. So like, it doesn't even trick people. It inflates your analytics, at least on the sub way. You're not getting the watch time you wanted. You're not getting the engagement you wanted. And when you do finally decide to turn it around, a lot of people will, will know that you did it simply by that sub count. Yeah, you know, it's... And you'll have wasted all that time and put in all that effort for, for nothing. So... Because even if know. you tried to bounce back from it, um, let's say you made, like, a very great video tomorrow and uploaded it. Right. Like, if I was to happen to see that on a channel that had a thousand subscribers and you have this one video, even if it has the best thumbnail in the world, why is there – why would I want to watch it when you've got a thousand subscribers by doing no work? Right. It, it, it ruins the relationship between the YouTuber and the viewer to the point where even when you do try turning things around, you've already failed the viewer so many times before. Mm -hmm. Those who, for whatever reason, bought into the fact that you actually had 100 subs and who actually went to go watch your videos and realized they were crap, you know, they're only going to get burned so many times before they realize what's going on. You know, they're yeah. only going to fall for the for the, the facade for only so long before they give up. And that's just your ultra gullible people. That's like oh, your yeah. children, right? I mean, basically. The majority, though, are going to be able to see right through it, not even going to give your channel any look <laughs> at all. And we'll probably have your name blacklisted if you, if you ever try coming up to them because, oh, like, yeah. they know. That's the well, one thing they're going to be thinking about you, right? Like, <laughs> it's yeah. tough. In a time where we can have... Uh, plugins that allow us to see subscriber counts next to our comments mm -hmm. like i can literally look at all my comments and see exactly how many subscribers everybody has like even from that and your like picture or name or whatever like sometimes you can see the crap without even clicking on the channel that's how that's how much i've seen sub for sub <laughs> mm -hmm. you know and it's like sometimes I'll be surprised, sometimes I'll be shocked, and I'll find a good channel that has done these bad habits, and then I'm able to hopefully educate them a little bit. Just be like, yo, dude, you're doing this wrong, whatever. And if I ever see a, a sub for sub comment, you know, I definitely try to push them in the right direction. Mm -hmm. um, you're trying, not to, trying to help out there. That nice, you know? Right. That's fair. Trying yeah. to. Make them see the light. Exactly. Hey, neighbor, here to talk to you about. <laughs> here to talk to you about not subbing for subbing. Have you ever heard of our <laughs> our Lord and Savior? Our Lord and Savior not subbing for subbing. Have you ever heard of him? He's, his name is Organic Following. <laughs> organic Growth. Yeah. It's we're uh, here. We're here to here to talk to you about it. <laughs> All that sort of stuff. Exactly. But obviously, you know, on, on YouTube, it's it's pretty bad. But it's a lot of other places, too, right? It we, is, yeah. We can take it out of YouTube for a second. I don't feel like I see it a whole lot on Twitch as much. But there's definitely a bit of it there. Yeah, I, I think there's a little bit there. Right. And obviously, the big offenders, your Facebooks, you know, your Twitters, shit like that. I think... Where it's just a over-ramp-it amount. 
I, I think the thing is, is like YouTube is such a unique place that it's like when you like turn on your TV, you know which channels you're going to for the most part. You know what shows you're going to watch. Maybe you'll find something unique every once in a while. Um, YouTube is one of those places where you're able to carefully uh, find exactly what you're looking for all the time. Mm-hmm. You go to your sub box, you're looking for certain videos, you're going to watch them based off of your interests or whatever. Um, if you go on Twitch, like you're going to watch a few streamers, you may go into the games and f- do like that. But even if you were to follow like 100 streamers, you still know exactly what you're looking for. So it's not going to be so much cluttered up as it would be on YouTube in your sub box there. Exactly. Um, yeah. And then on Twitter, if you're following like more than a thousand people, you're just screwing yourself over because there's going to be too many tweets per the day that you can't even say anything worth your time. So <laughs> there's no reason for you to be on Twitter, you know? <laughs> sure. When I mentioned the Twitter and Facebook thing, that was mainly asking people to follow YouTube channels for a yeah. follow back, but just using a different platform. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right. Obviously, if you were doing Twitter follow for follow, Jesus, that must suck. <laughs> why, would you, why would you ever want to do that? That just clutters, it's, clutters uh, so much. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Right, people have done it. And that's another thing we can definitely get on to the people uh, fairly easily for people who comment sub for sub. Mm-hmm. Another group that we really need to hammer down on in this particular episode. Are the people who read those comments and who go, yes. Yes, I would mm-hmm. totally. What a great idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> and they're they're 50% part of the problem. Oh, right? absolutely. Like, yet they don't well, get I as mean, much hate as the commenters do a whole lot of the time. Well, I mean, these people are also commenters on other channels, probably. More than likely, but you still. Know, it's just one of those things. But yeah. No, it's... <laughs> I don't understand. I see it on big YouTubers' channels a lot. Mm-hmm. You'll see a thread of like people sub for something, right? And it's like it seems like if you're if you're that gullible, it seems like you just got a lot of subscribers. That's so cool. But like we've said, like the negative effects are so like they're so prevalent. You can obviously see why it's not a good idea, right? So here's here's the positives of sub for sub, and I got and I got one. Okay. A number goes up. You know, when I was younger, <laughs> a number I, I goes really, up. I really like to see numbers go up. I'm not joking. Right. This this is serious. I uh-huh. I would like go into a calculator, and I would like two times two, times two, times two. Like that, that shit was interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really I, I was really into seeing like smaller things become big. So right, like, uh, like games where you could start off as like the small molecule and then turn yourself into like a dinosaur at some point. Like I was right. super into, into that kind of stuff. The point I'm making here is when I was a kid, mm-hmm. I like to see numbers go up. Exactly. If you want to see your number go up that bad, <laughs> you're like a child. <laughs> you might want to have a new outlook on life here. Just a little bit. Just to just, just do a little a, bit of adjusting. Just a little bit. But yeah, the one positive, a number goes up, mm. and probably There's... negative number one, that number doesn't actually go up. <laughs> That's the sad part. Right? Right. It's like, 
And here's another example. It's like when, and, and maybe people can relate to this. When I first got an email address in middle school, I was excited to be able to like subscribe to email lists and stuff. So like I subscribed to like comic lists, like people sending like daily comics or something. I would get like coupons. I'd like do all these like weird like shit, get all these emails. To this very day, I still get emails from people that I don't want and <laughs> I don't open them. So the click through rate is 0% for me. Right. I immediately delete them. Or some of them, I just ignored them for so long, they just go into my spam now. Exactly. So it's, it's the exact same thing. Like you, if, if a thousand people subscribe to your, your channel and you have nothing worth watching, they're not watching anything. Right. They're, they're not getting spam. <laughs> they're getting spam. You're, you're spam. You are every single spam email that you hate. Right. Wish so people connected a, it like that. That's a good analogy there. Um, <laughs> that's a great analogy. Yeah, I never thought about it till now. Uh, but, I mean, that's that's exactly how it is. It's it's subscribe. It's like subscribing to a bunch of free magazines and then getting bored of them or irritated by them because you don't want them anymore. But you don't quite know how to unsubscribe from them. Of course, on YouTube, it's easy. Right. Just uh, hit that un- unsubscribe. So yeah, you're not even helping your viewers that much who who did do the suffer sub, like it wasn't worth it to them. I think another um, just negative in general, I feel mm. it's a time-wasting thing to do. Just going on random channels, videos, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, and asking for sub to sub. Like, you don't really think about it a whole lot, but like, the act of doing that <laughs> multiple times a day must take up an ungodly amount of time. It's so boring. <laughs> right. Like, why, you could be making actual videos yeah. and growing your channel in positive ways quicker than that. Than it would for you to just sit there on a computer typing for stuff. Maybe you copy-paste it. Maybe that's just it. Maybe, but even then... Like, you copy the comment and you just paste it to a bunch of things. But still, you're having to go to multiple channels and multiple comment threads and probably multiple videos as well. Like you said, it would just be so much of a smarter idea is if you took that time that you were commenting sub for sub and put it in a more positive light where you were, oh, I don't know, working on your channel. <laughs> I feel like if you were to like take the time that you spent doing a lot of sub for sub tactics, you could, I don't know, put that time in a more positive light and maybe like work on your channel. <laughs> your thumbnails, your actual YouTube channel, <laughs> your videos, your marketing—like YouTube in itself is a big time sink if you really want it to be. You know, like yeah. you could take that time and do eighty billion different things with it. You know, there's you so know, little time on YouTube to actually get get stuff done. And if you were to take away all that sub for sub time and focus it on your channel, you could probably see a lot of growth. At the YouTube. very least, you got the work ethic part down. <laughs> exactly. Like, if you're willing to do all this boring shit, why not do something exciting? Right. Something YouTube interesting. is one of those things where it's like you could spend 24 hours a day, seven days a week on it and still not have enough time to do everything. Mm-hmm. So instead of wasting your time <laughs> about doing something that will benefit you. 
Right, I agree. Yeah. Don't waste time. <laughs> Don't waste time. And that, I mean, that's life lesson right here, you know? Fair enough. You got something you want to do, and you gotta, you gotta do it. You can't gotta just, do it. Can't just sit here and asking for, for subscribers. <laughs> so, sub for subbing, the bad oh. thing. We yes. listed listed a bunch of reasons, ton of reasons. Hmm. Sometimes, even when you call people out on it, you get hmm. the response. Well, how else am I supposed to grow a following? This is hmm. the only way. It's the, <laughs> it's the only way. <laughs> There's no other way. No other way to yeah. get growth. Sub for sub is all I know. Sub for sub is the only thing that here. gives me results. How else am I supposed to go about it? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like there's there's a few. <laughs> More there's than a way. few. I think number one, you should change your mindset. Right. Um, I, <laughs> That's I think, the big one. <laughs> and, and it's not even a sub for sub is good mindset. Like, obviously change that. I, I think it's more along the lines of you're looking at YouTube as a way to get results. And if you're always focused on results, you're not going to get any. Nope. <laughs> so change that mindset first. Look at it more. Look at it more as a journey rather than a destination. Mm -hmm. As cliched as it is, like getting a million subscribers, you know, sounds great and all. But then after you get a million subscribers, what are you going to want after that? Five million, and then after five million, like eventually, you're just going to want to get an undoable amount, and you're never going to be satisfied. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you too that if you're looking up to big YouTubers and you're idolizing them for that number that they have, I'd almost 100% guarantee you if you ask those big YouTubers what is the most valuable thing to them about their channel, like what's the most valuable part of their channel, none of them will answer the fucking number. You know? Mm -hmm. They'll answer the opportunities they've been given, they'll answer the videos they've been able to make, they'll answer the people they've been able to impact. None of them are going to come up to you and be like, my favorite part of my YouTube channel is I have a big fucking number. <laughs> you know? Exactly. None of them are going to tell you that, right? Unless you come across a sub for subber who's been doing it for like 10 years or whatever. <laughs> and he finally <laughs> reached a million, I guess. He never gave up. <laughs> it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, when I eventually get like bigger numbers, mm -hmm. it, it'll be nice to be like, yo, I got this number and it'll be fun and it'll be exciting and I might celebrate a little bit for like a couple of days or something. But right. then after that, it's going to be like, okay, uh, you know, it's cool, but it's not like the big thing that I do this for. Right. It's not what you keeps know? you up at night. It's not what your right. passion is. Right? Exactly. I hate math. My goal is not to watch a number grow. <laughs> right? <laughs> if that were the case, I'd be Fair. an awful YouTuber. And maybe I am. Who knows? Um, but yeah, you gotta think of you gotta think of YouTube as a journey. And more importantly, you have to be comfortable with the fact that there are gonna be some weeks where it feels like you even though you've done all this work, it feels like you've gotten nothing accomplished, right? Oh yeah, it will stagnate. There are so many weeks on YouTube <laughs> where you feel you put in an ungodly amount of work and you might not get a reward for it. Yep. And you know what? A lot of weeks on YouTube are like that yep. where you get no reward for it. In fact, we've talked in this podcast. What? There's like six your week on YouTube segments. Are all of them amazing? No, not at all. No. <laughs> right. Like even where we're at now, some weeks are just as slow as they were the first couple of them. Right. Like. Yeah. Gotta be comfortable 
with the fact that it is a slow, steady, grinding, sometimes boring road to the top. But the road's worth it, and the road's fun. And the road, more importantly, uh, will eventually lead to something. (laughs) Unlike the road you're going on, where you're spending an ungodly (laughs) amount of time just to feel quickly satisfied. But then, you know, in the long term, look back on and be like, why did I do this? You know? You want potato chips, or do you want, like, a good meal? Yeah, so it's... (laughs) It's just like eating a bag of potato chips for... Uh, in like five minutes and like for a few minutes you're gonna feel great it's gonna taste satisfying and then you're gonna feel like garbage hot garbage (laughs) and and then in the meantime you could have you know spent about 10 to 20 minutes prepping a nice meal you know sit down eat a little eat a little bit of a steak and mashed potatoes with some broccoli and cheese you're gonna feel healthy you're gonna feel uh you know, motivated to finish up the, the evening. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good. A lot more work, but a lot more, a lot and more benefits. satisfying. And a lot, definitely a lot more satisfying. And that's the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Do yeah. you want to not really care and just go things the quick way with barely that much work at all? You know, and feel bad about yourself or take it the long route and fucking. <laughs> sit in the bunker (laughs) waiting for results you know it's like you said it is a slow grind and if your concern is the number of subscribers then guess what like that's the number that it's not it's not only that number that's going to stagnate a lot but it's also your view counts it's also your likes it's also your comments you're going to go through days especially starting out where none of these numbers go up Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be irritating, you know. I, I can't lie and say I, you know, am excited that my views count isn't going up or whatever. Certainly is. Right. But it's just you know it's part of the gig, and you have to keep pushing through that. You got to figure out well how can I do better at making videos or networking or you know getting my stuff seen. It's. It's just a matter of grinding. It's like an old school RPG, you know. You just, just gotta, <laughs> you really, just gotta keep grinding. We're on it with these analogies today. Sure, sure. The analogies are good. <laughs> Sometimes subscribers, the subscriber count in general is just can be my least favorite number. Um, going back to what Zach said, if like you're you're at a thousand subs and you mainly got it through sub for sub, then your content's not really gonna reflect that. For me, I have a worry that, like, if I'm at 334 subs right now, which I am, if someone goes to my channel today and watches my content, are they going to think I'm up to that number? You know? Yeah, for sure. For me, if I'm reaching a milestone, like 200, 250, 300, I got to work a little bit harder on my end (laughs) to make sure I'm fucking worth it. Yeah. Right? And that's scary. And I don't like watching uh, subs sometimes going up when it gets close to that mark because I know I got to start doing better now. You know? Like, <laughs> I don't have that excuse anymore being like, I'm only at 100 subs. You can't hate me. <laughs> right? Like, I'm a baby just channel. just a small YouTuber. Right. Well, you're growing. Right. I mean, it's, so it's the if same I'm growing, I, if my channel's growing, I have to be growing. So that, that's Absolutely. scary sometimes. <laughs> it's, it's about... 
you know, working towards that number, but also working to keep that number. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't like drop down anymore. <laughs> it's, almost, it's almost like a relationship, right? Like, you worked hard to get the girl. So then you get the girl, and how are you going to keep her? You got to keep improving yourself. You got to keep doing better. You know, it's, right. it's very much like that. Yeah, you can't you can't have a girl that you've known for four years and then start acting like how you did on year one, right? Because, you know, it's going to throw her off. It's going to be weird. That's going to be bizarre. <laughs> I can't put out a 100 sub quality video anymore, right? Like, it's the same thing. And obviously a lot of that has to do with time. Of Just the fact that, like, the 300 that it took me to get a year and a half is going to be different from the 300 that took Zach five years, right? Like, there's a lot more... There's a lot more time there and a lot more expectation there, <laughs> simply due to the amount of time. Uh, but yeah. but subs too, subs too. Well, it's like we've talked about before. If you got a million subscribers tomorrow, would you be able to do? Would you be able to know what to do with it? Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing in this regards. If I got a million subscribers tomorrow, like I don't feel like I'm putting out a million subscriber worthy content, both in objective and subjective quality. I think I still have room to grow. To make sure that my content is worth that mm-hmm. and i mean it's so even if sub for sub was to work and i could magically get a uh, hundred thousand subscribers tomorrow like i know that i'm not worth that amount yet <laughs> yet sure and that's so, okay to know that like i mean that's it's good so back to sub for sub here um back to the excuse of how am I supposed to grow following? Let's let's offer a few legitimate growth tips that don't involve begging people on the internet <laughs> mm-hmm. to follow you back. What are some actual ways that we can convert these sub for subbers into people who want to try and grow at an organic but a smart following? So one of the things I like to um, encourage habitual sub for subbers to do is to Take the patch. What they know. Do Get the I, cigarette patch. Get the cigarette patch. Put it on your Slap arm. Slap it on you. Okay. <laughs> now we got that taken care of. You won't be addicted to that anymore. Um, I like to take what they know, which is going from going to another channel and expecting something out of them. And I encourage them to do something like, don't sub for sub. How about feedback for feedback? Sure. Like, what about that? What if you go and... You know, you got a hundred people in this comment thread that are trying to get sub for sub. What if you went to ten of these channels and you gave feedback to their channel and they did the exact same thing to you? Maybe you might enjoy some of the content they have. Maybe some of them will enjoy yours, genuinely enjoy it. You might get some subscribers out of it. You might get some views out of it. But more importantly, you've grown as a person and as a channel because you're able to get that feedback. Exactly exactly 100 percent. it changes the relationship um because rather than begging for a follower you're begging for criticism Mm -hmm. and the difference here is that you have to offer up that feedback and criticism before Mm -hmm. they can right like agreed it's different from hey i'm gonna make your number go up if you make my number go up like it doesn't help them it doesn't help you it's a waste of time you don't really really learn anything Whereas feedback for feedback, you not only get value from them, but you have to provide value up front via your comment. So it, it's not a take 
take relationship anymore. It's giving. Right, You're going to give exactly. a little bit. I'm going to give a li- little bit. We're both going to grow. It's what people think sub for sub actually is. <laughs> that exactly. it's helping everybody. Feedback for feedback actually does. Actually and, does. Uh, mm-hmm. To be fair, you know, you can't just shit, shit talk people and then expect good feedback, right? Like, you kind of have to be a decent human being about it. Right. Which if is hard just... for some sub for subbers you know to be nice to if, <laughs> exactly if you're expecting to go to somebody's channel and be like your comment your content is shit and then just leaving it at that and expecting that to be feedback that's not it's not feedback even if they have shit feed, even if they have shit content <laughs> you should be going and saying yo here's some things you could improve you know it's, it's, it's all how you word it decent human being. exactly yeah i agree and that takes a lot of the uh the sub for sub mindset and turns it around in a positive light. Another way that sort of takes the sub for sub mindset and improves on it is chances are, if you're a sub for sub you've seen a lot of YouTube. You've seen a lot of channels. You've seen a lot of uh, good things, mistakes, whatever, you know, like I often feel bad that I don't have time to watch a bunch of other YouTubers because I'm too busy working on my own shit. <laughs> most of the time, if you're a sub for sub and you've seen a lot of content, then there's such a great learning opportunity to be gained just from watching other people's channels. You could probably find a pretty good way to improve your own shit just based off of that alone, right? Like you don't even need to leave a comment. You don't even need to get feedback. You don't even need to ask for subs. Look at what these other channels did. The ones you like, well, what are they doing? Right? Like really dig deep. What are these channels that I really like? What are they doing? How are they improving? (laughs) The ones that you don't like, what are they doing wrong? What are the differences between them? You've probably seen so much YouTube comment. Yeah, content, not comment. Content. So much content. I learn from it. Learn from it. Actively learn right. from it. And I guarantee you the ones that you actually like probably don't do sub for sub. And maybe that'll break you from that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you it, like you hit it on the head right there. You've like everybody that does YouTube has watched YouTube before. And you probably watch some very popular channels and you probably know what good content is. So you can probably, you know, it, it goes back to the everybody can criticize anything type mindset. And I mean, as as much as everybody's not going to be an expert on it, they at least know what good stuff is mm-hmm. for the most part, obviously. Right. But uh, yeah, like we can all help each other in that aspect. Sure. It's easy to compare. Number. Everybody can compare. <laughs> right. Compare what's like going a on. level playing field of everybody else before you start trying trying to improve, you know? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, I agree. Yeah. So what, what's another tip you have for getting an organic following? I think it's... So one of the things I notice with uh, a few of my subscribers is that they're people I know, right? Like you, <laughs> Damien... Marjack, people that are in my um, are in my Discord, people that are in my community, uh, people that I've been on podcasts with, that I've talked to in calls, that I game with, people that I know, friends even. Um, if you really want to build a following in a, you know, again, I'm going with all, off of what these suffer suffers know. You know, if, it, if it's one of those, I'll, you, know, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours type of deal, right? With feedback for feedback, 
just like start getting to know people like become friends with people get in communities be involved networking networking exactly all of a sudden you're gonna be you know you're number one you're gonna have more friends that's kind (laughs) of cool like if you're you're worried about about, uh, (laughs) being socially awkward and not having friends at least there's that right Mm-hmm. And, and this is not only just online, but this is in real life too. Just like getting out there and talking to people. It, you mentioned you have a YouTube channel. Nine out of ten times, if they watch YouTube, they're gonna be like, "Oh, what is it? I'll check it out." Because I mean, I've been to get-togethers and I've talked to people, and they'll they'll be like, "You do YouTube?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I do." Oh, what's your channel? Put it in my phone, and like I'll put it in there immediately. They'll subscribe. Now. Obviously, I'm not 100% sure how many of these people are going to go back and watch the stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, that was up to their own accord whether or not they were going to subscribe. I just mentioned it to them. But if anything, like, that's one other person you could talk to about this kind of stuff, too. Sure. Sure. And for those people, like, well, well I don't know anybody. How, how exactly do I network? Well, for starters, if there's anybody who's legitimately actually watching your videos, start with them. <laughs> right mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. start commenting anytime they comment you leave something you leave feedback see if you can maybe like talk via twitter or through discord discord's a great way to network with people Absolutely. and then another thing kind of going off the networking point there's probably a lot of channels in your space start looking at some of them you don't have to like them you don't have to appreciate everything you do and you don't have to stalk them either dear god don't do that mm-hmm. You don't have to subscribe to them either. Right. But watch some of their stuff. And if you really like somebody, send them a little nice comment. See where it goes. Will it always lead to favorable results? No. But sometimes it will. And it's that chance. It's that chance that you're working for. Right? It's that chance that you'll run across uh, somebody with, with way better knowledge who's a nice human being who's willing to help you out. And chances are they know other communities as well and it builds it builds off each other relationships lead to other relationships and it kind of forms this web um but networking is a great way to not only get a group of friends um but to improve everybody involved including yourself including yourself hmm. that's think, a great uh, way i think gary vaynerchuk said it best you know if you're a food review channel Go to Instagram, go to Twitter, type in restaurants or something like that, put it in your area, and literally instant message, direct message, every single one of these places. Every single person that posted something about food, anything like that, and maybe that's not the best example. If you're a gaming channel, you know, go to Twitter, type in hashtag Let's Play, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of them. (laughs) And just like go down the list and DM every single person that you think might have some potential. And once you've, once you've DM'd everybody else in the world, that's done exactly what you're doing. Then you can come back and say, well, I, something didn't work. Mm -hmm. But, uh, last time I checked, there's about 6 billion people on the earth. Right. And at least a billion of them are on Facebook alone. So, you got, you got your work cut out for you. There's <laughs> a lot of stuff to be doing. <laughs> and my, my actual next tip for gaining an organic following was kind of another Gary V one, so I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, <laughs> but I think this is kind of the most important one. If you want to gain a following on YouTube or really any other platform at all, 
you got to start giving value to people, right? Yes. If your content has no form of value, then chances are people aren't going to watch it or give a damn, right? Right. And value is means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Is your content funny? Does it make right. people laugh? Is it informative? Does it give people knowledge? Is it quirky? Do you like the way it's shot? Is it a how-to? You know, like, a Let's Play, whatever. Did it show you to a new game? There's a lot of ways YouTubers provide value to their audience, whether for entertainment, for information, or whatever. You want to gain an audience? Start <laughs> start giving value to people, Here's and people idea. will come. Just make good videos. <laughs> right. And that's what I mean by this is like, yeah, exactly. If your content is good, people are going to find out. Even if you don't market at all, even if you don't get your stuff out there, eventually your good content will spread itself on its own and will right. find people that way. That's not saying don't go marketing and sharing your stuff. You absolutely should be. <laughs> Definitely. But, but the good content goes a long way and content is king and so is value. Start offering value for your videos, and people will come. Mm -hmm. Right. And do you still, right? Do be yourself. Don't try to copy people and give value that way. Like, chances are you have some stories. You have some experience. You're learning how to commentate. There's some value there, right? You're learning how to be a better YouTuber. There's some value there. Chances are you've played a couple of games and no one else has played, tried some food no one else has. You know, like, people are interesting, inherently interesting, and they provide a lot of stuff. Agreed. Put that and stuff out there. Put that stuff out different. there. So even if other people are doing exactly the same type of stuff that you want to do, it doesn't mean you can't have your own personalized, unique spin on that. Yeah. And you're going to relate to somebody... That somebody else couldn't relate to. It's just it's just that simple. You know, I can't I can't tell you how many people have uh, have come up to me and like not only just on YouTube but just in general. Like I've had people say, you know, like, I can relate to you just by whatever experience you had or whatever it is. You know, mm-hmm. everybody's unique in some way or or fashion. You know, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. And that, that's going to be, you're just a cookie cutter YouTube channel sub for subbing. You're not. You're not providing anyone for you. you. <laughs> you're really not. You're not helping anyone. Right. Because we already said, like, you know, talking about value here. We already said that you raising somebody else's subscriber rating isn't, or subscriber number isn't going to help. It isn't providing value. So you're not even providing yourself with value. Mm-hmm. And that's. If you're in YouTube for any reason, that's like number one. What, why are you even on here? You need to figure that out before you do anything else. Sure. And I think a lot of people, when they say the word subscriber, think that it also means viewer. And they are not one and the same. I'll tell you that right now. That might be the, the biggest myth when it comes from Sub for Subbers. Subscribers do not necessarily mean viewers. At all. I wish they were. <laughs> yeah. You know, we <laughs> wish not. that was the case. But the thing is, like, they're not the same thing. Anybody can click the subscribe button. That's all it takes to be a quote-unquote subscriber. That's all the requirements. Being yeah. a viewer is actively taking the time out of your day to watch people's videos. It's a lot harder. 
right? There's a reason those two numbers aren't aligned. You know, because being a viewer is inherently a lot harder. But people think, oh, if someone subscribes to me, that means they're going to watch my stuff, right? Nope. <laughs> you might hope they do. You might pray they do. You might hope you might have another pair of eyes on your channel. But it is nowhere necessarily mean, or even guarantee, the fact that people are going to watch it. PewDiePie, right? Mm -hmm. 55 exactly. freaking million did 55 million people watch all of his videos? No. <laughs> no, not at all. No. It's a ratio. It's a ratio, right? That being said, if you have a thousand subs and you only have 10 people watching your video, yeah, there's something wrong there. Right? That's a red flag. Exactly. That, plus, that shows me sub for subbing. <laughs> plus, if you have videos that are reaching 10,000 people and you only have a thousand subscribers, that's not a problem either. Sure. Because let me tell you, if your view count is higher than your subscriber count, you're doing something right. You're doing something very right. <laughs> more, more importantly, if your watch time is high and your view count is higher than your sub count, you're mm -hmm. doing something. You're doing something right. YouTube prioritizes those things more than subs nowadays, right? Like, mm -hmm. you know, they're the reward for subscribers. It takes a hundred thousand to get a silver play button or whatever. Compared yeah. to views, we're like, sure, they don't give out an award or anything, but you get far more benefits from watch time and views than you do from, you know, the subscriber count. Absolutely. Right? Like that doesn't go a long way to helping you. But I feel like me dispelling that myth will hopefully help a lot of you into thinking that no, they are not one and the same. And just because you have one does not guarantee the other. And different strategies are used to try to get more viewers and to try to get more subscribers. They're different strategies altogether. They're like two different games. And you they come are, to figure that out. Exactly. There are two different things. I'm glad you like pointed that out. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, somebody might be looking up a question on Google and your video is the first result and they watch it and they're, you know, you brought them value and that's great, but that's all they needed in the current time. They don't need anything else on your channel and that's okay. And that's why they didn't subscribe. And, you know, like I said, that's okay. That's going to be fine. You're going to be able to hopefully do the same and bring more value to other people with other videos. Right. Like, you know because. how happy I would be if 334 people watched each and every one of my videos? <laughs> like, that'd be great. Dude, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that'd be awesome. It didn't happen. It'd be no. cool. Right? It would be. It'd be very cool. Agreed. And so then I think uh, one other tip as far as uh, building an organic following um, is marketing. And I feel like you would be better equipped to talk about that. So I'm going to let you handle that. How do you, how do you actually um, market your shit? <laughs> so it's hard, right? Because right. I've been doing this for a while and I still haven't found the quote unquote best way to market YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. um, and it's, it, it's, it's hard because... People go to YouTube to watch YouTube videos. People go to Facebook to look at posts, maybe to watch videos, but not all the time. People go to Twitter to read little things, maybe to watch videos, but not all the time. So marketing can be tough. I would say the best way to do it is to, one, have other social media accounts that you're active on. Use them like you would use social media accounts to share stuff that you think is interesting, funny, uh, 
intelligent, whatever it may be, you know, use it as more of like an amplifier of your personality, if that makes sense. Right. So if on an everyday basis, if you're making jokes outside in public, like make jokes on Twitter. And then when you make videos, you can share them in these platforms and maybe somebody will click on it. It doesn't mean they will. That's why also if you have 600 followers on Twitter, it doesn't mean you're going to have 600 subscribers on YouTube. They're different <laughs> platforms. They're entirely yeah. different. I'm speaking from experience. Sure. <laughs> um, it, it's it, it's same, you know same thing goes with Instagram, all these different ways. Uh, I think I, I sincerely believe the best way to market your YouTube videos is to find ways We've already kind of said, you know, find ways to make your videos bring value and then look for people that are asking questions about the value that you've mentioned in your videos. Mm -hmm. So if let's say, for example, you make how-to tutorials on Photoshop and you just made a video on how to turn a JPEG into a PNG, you can go on Google type in how to turn a JPEG into a PNG, you're probably going to find Reddit forums. You're probably going to find uh, forums in general. You're going to find some kind of question websites where people have asked the question. And you can drop that link and be like, hey, here's a quick tutorial on how to do this thing. Um, hopefully this helps. Maybe you make advice videos on, let, let's, say, let's say this particular podcast episode right here this is about why sub for sub isn't good i could go on reddit i can make a post in the the youtube subreddit on why sub for sub isn't good list a couple of points and then say link to the video is in the bio or whatever and people could possibly check it out i think it's it, it's still all about bringing value even when you're doing marketing and I think, I think it's one of those things people look too much into it, including myself in the past. Like I thought I was, <laughs> I thought I was supposed to share my video like 20 times in the next week to get it viewed on Twitter and then post it to both my personal page and my fan page on Facebook and, you know, <laughs> include right. little snippets on Instagram and Snapchat and do all these like a hundred different things. And then I realized I just need to use the platform like any other human being would that doesn't make content and then share my content when appropriate. Exactly. I agree. So, it's about being smart about it and not overdoing it at all. Yeah. Need more of a relaxed approach, if you will. Mm, agreed. But, th but those are some ways where you don't have to use sub for sub that, right. true, may take a bit more work. <laughs> mm. It's better. still about growing an organic following here. Right. You know? But it's infinitely better and will give you a lot more long-term success rather than, right. I would argue, infinitely short-term sub-for-sub success. It really won't be success at all. <laughs> and these are the basic like marketing tips. Like, I mean, you sure. could get into doing Facebook advertisements and actually putting some money into it. Mm -hmm. You could get into you, you could get into all these other other ways to you know get your stuff out there that will definitely work and eventually you're probably going to want to use some of these you know things but i think just like getting into the basics is where you're going to need to be 
if you have encountered sub for sub or if you've thought about it or whatever it may be. Exactly. I hardly agree. We're just sort of giving a, a base, base definition and a little foundation, if you will. Yeah. To where you need to be going rather than trying to tear your own building down. Yo, but I mean, let's, let's point out the, the obvious thing. This shit is hard. <laughs> like, it's not easy to gain a following mm-hmm. on, on YouTube. It just isn't. In a day where there is so many people making so much good content, for you to have the audacity and come in and say, I deserve a thousand subscribers just because I make videos, like, this is not the way to look at things. And so you really do have to put in the work. Right. You can't you can't just be lazy and go up to people and be like follow for follow and then I just want to subscribe just please. expect results because even if it does work on you know a bunch of sh- social medias from experience it's just not well not even I've never done it before simply by watching other people do it I can tell you I can tell you where that road leads and it's sad and it's depressing and it's a waste of time and it kills channels it's like a a virus once you get it in there like oh dude it's absolutely true uh i mean you said i i I can tell you where it leads it leads your channel to die you just (laughs) stop making youtube videos you just stop being on youtube that's exactly what happens all right because i've seen it happen multiple times where smaller YouTubers get into the sub-for-sub nonsense, and eventually the numbers stop going up, mm-hmm. or they get bored of commenting on a thousand videos because it's a boring activity, All right. and they're like, well, it's not worth it. I'm just going to stop doing it. And then that just channel's just dead. All right. It, it's, not even, it's not even fun to do, right? Like, Wow. Take a lot of the joy out of being a YouTuber just by simply, <laughs> again, watching a number go up. Making videos is a whole lot of fun, you know? I, I give it a try. <laughs> Have and I fun. Think, I think to bring value to the, like, two people that listen to this podcast just because they wanted to listen to us, mm-hmm. which thank you, by the way. Uh, you know, the ones that don't do sub for sub. Keep in mind when we're talking about this number going up nonsense, like that applies to you too. Like, sure, it may be nice to get more subscribers, but if you spend your day looking at analytics and waiting for that subscribe count to go up, waiting for the view numbers to go up, even if you're marketing a lot and that's what you're expecting to go up, like, keep in mind that you could be using that exact time to make videos. (laughs) and of course that's not to say that you can't you know look at analytics once a day or once a week or however long you need to obviously look at analytics find out how you're improving find out if there's ways to get better but at the end of the day like spend that time wisely don't spend it wasting on watching a number go up because it's not fun it's boring and you know, I've like I found myself doing the same thing before. So it's it's not something that just everybody you know, every once in a while somebody may do. It's it's literally a thing that we all kinda of have an issue with sometimes is 
it's sometimes cool to see that number go up, mm-hmm. but it's also very boring. Right. <laughs> it's a it's a soul sucking process. I think I exactly. just I really just want to sort of make a nice little clean list just right here and there for all for anybody who still for a shadow of a doubt thinks that sub for sub is a good thing just to go ahead and get all these little negatives in one short nice list number one the only positive benefit is watching a number go up which doesn't help long term number two it does not in any way shape or form help your analytics in fact it tricks them into thinking that you're growing when you're actually not number three you're treating your viewers like shit because you're essentially asking them to watch spam account uh, spam videos that aren't any good, right? Number four, you're ruining any chance for an organic following. Number five, you're essentially screwing your channel over long term. Number six, it's not fun at all, like we've been talking about. Number seven, there just isn't any reason to do it, especially because YouTube's algorithm has changed to focus on viewers and watch time. Now you're really not helping. Number eight, it's just rude to do to other people who don't want to. You're not helping anybody there. Eight, you're not providing any value. And I don't know, did I forget any? I felt like... I mean, that sounds that sounds about all of them. Like, those, yeah. are, those are the main ones. Those are the main yeah. ones, I feel. And I'm sure there's there's plenty more. But guys, please, if you've even thought about it before, erase it from your mind now. <laughs> Get it away. It, it's not worth it. Right. Not at all. Join, join us in the bunker, in the sad, quiet, <laughs> lonely YouTube bunker. <laughs> and I'll, t- I'll tell you what. Like, I'll do this for you, and maybe Aiden will join me. Sure. Like... If you are watching this podcast and you still think that sub for sub is the way to go, and you're you're kind of confused as to why we would say that it's bad, do me a favor, leave a comment, let us know that you don't understand, and I will personally check out your channel and I'll see how you're doing. I'll look at your sub count, I'll look at your videos, I'll see if there's anything you can improve. And we can talk one-on-one. Like, I have no problem with this. Because I think it's better to put you in an, in an environment where you can, like, interact with a community that doesn't do this than for me to just, like, blow you off like some people will and just be like, nah, f- fuck this kid because he doesn't know how, like, he doesn't understand that stuff for stuff is bad. Like, I, I honestly think you just need to be in a community that encourages better behavior. Sure. Because that's typically what the end of the end of the day issue is you've heard from somebody that sub for sub is the way to go and now you're doing it all the time and hey if you don't do sub for sub at all good for you if you know somebody who does sub for sub you now have the the ammo needed to dismantle that argument and be go up to them and be like yeah i know it's bad but here's why right like here are some, some actual numbers here. And again, exactly. be nice to them. Don't treat them like crap. And sort of either lead, lead them our way so we can help them out. Or if you feel like you're confident enough to help them out, then do that as well. Right? Because, you know, friends don't friends don't let friends waste their life away <laughs> doing something that won't help them in the long term. 
right? Like, exactly. Be that. Be that good friend. Be that good friend. Remember, don't do drugs and don't do sub for sub. Or follow for follow or whatever other dumb, <laughs> quick, quick success <laughs> method. Oh man, roast to riches. No, there's no such thing as get rich quick, and the same thing goes with sub for sub. Right. It's just that. Yeah. Don't do it. Well, um, I mean, I, I think, I think I've said everything I could say about it for today. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I felt uh, like we offered a lot here. We offered a lot here. Definitely. You want to hop into those uh, those comments from the past couple weeks? Those sweet, sexy comments. We have three of them. Yeah, boy. Um, yeah, thanks, guys, for uh, interacting. We enjoy, we enjoy reading your comments. Exactly. And hopefully you'll leave one on this video too. Anyway, yeah. first up is a comment by The Patient who says, Don't really have a meaningful comment to post right now, so just going to say that I love these podcasts. Gets me thinking. Aha. Nice. Thanks for watching. Yeah, definitely. Last, uh, last episode had a lot of value, and I think this one does too. Agreed. Thanks for listening. You're the best. And then next up, is a comment by newcomer Max Minton, who says, awesome. One video a month is all I can pull off, referring to our last episode about consistency, where you're talking about you really don't need to be posting one video a month. Even, Should you know, like... Be yeah, like three a week. Three a week or whatever. Yeah. And the thing is, if your content really does only take one month to produce then you need to have some supplementary stuff to sort of back that up why people wait. Right. You can't Find just be doing the one easier thing. Easier to make content that still provides value and still worth watching. Exactly. And we looked at uh, your channel in particular, Max, and I feel like out of any type of channel, vlog channels would be the easiest to post more than one video a month. Personally. Agreed. I mean, it looks like yeah. you got some family videos here, like vlog vlog more do a, do a family vlog because i'm telling you like family vlogs are getting lots and lots of views these days All right they're, they're they're pretty big because they're family friendly that's exactly what the youtube algorithm wants and you can get a lot um, of them done <laughs> yeah right this and i mean this does not need one video a month at all you can do so much more of what you're doing now collaborate with somebody get somebody else that you know that maybe makes youtube videos ask them to help you edit them right you could be pushing out a video a day even if you know and i understand life is hard i get that um the other thing is what do you want out of youtube because if you're cool with just putting out a video a month maybe this is the way that you make family videos that you can watch later on you're using it like almost like a social media website where you can just kind of post whatever you want whenever. Like, that's cool. Just don't expect big results out of that, you know? Right. It's, it's about what you want out of YouTube rather than, uh, you know, the whole consistency spiel. If you're okay with what you're doing now, then don't stop. Just keep your expectations in line, really. Right. And hey, another thing. I noticed a lot of uh, the thumbnails in particular had a kid in them. And if it's a thing where, like, you know, the only videos that you do have to involve that kid or whatever, I don't know if he's your son or who it is or whatever. Um, 
but if he's the only content you get out of that channel, maybe just try doing vlogs by yourself for a couple of them. You know, change the pace, get something different, maybe try something easier to do. But that way you're not having to rely on one person to get all your stuff from. So that'll definitely speed up your process, I think, is just by changing the subject a little bit every once in a while. But again, if if you don't want to do that and you just want to get these short, sweet family videos out and you're not really expecting a whole lot, then keep absolutely doing what you're doing. It's fine. Mm. It's harmless. It didn't hurt anybody. Exactly. Thank you to Max yeah, for the YouTube Thank you comment. so much for listening. Hopefully we're bringing value to you, and hopefully you'll continue to listen. So we also got a comment from good old BitChute. Yeah. And this comment was not from uh, episode 5 on consistency, but rather our little extra sode that we did on Casey Neistat's demonetization affecting smaller content creators. This is from yeah. You Look Too, and his comment is, They're on the payroll of mainstream media corporations, and the mission appears to be to get the MCM's credibility back by trashing tubers from the inside by the very company that was built by the YouTubers and made it what it became. It shows that the whole adpocalypse is very suspect and was contrived for this very purpose. Thank you for the comment, mm. You Look Too. What are your thoughts on Definitely. that? It's interesting, right? It kind of goes right into like the conspiracy theory behind YouTube, right? Uh, which I'm cool with talking about because I, I dig conspiracy theories. <laughs> um, and you know, since it directly affects us, you know, it, it's interesting. It makes us. It makes me wonder. You know, I think it's that kind of like love hate relationship. I think most YouTubers have with YouTube in the way that it's number one changed our lives in a lot of positive ways. Whether we're successful on it or not, whether we're, you know, making money or not, you know, it, it's definitely changed our life in one way or another, mostly for positives. Mm -hmm. But then on the other side, it's like some of the stuff they do up in the big business side of things. It's it's sometimes it's fishy. Sometimes we're wondering, well, why aren't they giving us as much information as they could be? We're, we're living in a world where literally everybody gives us updates on stuff that we don't even care about. Why can't you give us updates on the stuff that we really need to know that affects some YouTubers' livelihood because, you know, exactly. this is their paycheck. 100% on that. I, I don't... Again, for me, like I mentioned in that little extra episode, I really, really don't want to get into the speculation personally. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Because sure. I don't want to make claims without a ton of evidence to back them up. And so far, all the quote-unquote evidence that we've gotten has been nothing but speculation from comments like these and from other YouTubers and and the like. And the thing is, we just haven't got an answer from YouTube yet. Mm -hmm. And if they are doing something fishy, fine. And I'll be the first to come out and admit it that this was an awful thing that we're doing, that they were doing. Um, Definitely. But until I see that, I'm going to remain fairly neutral on the issue until... Until that point where we finally get some conclusive evidence. What I will absolutely rail on, like I mentioned in that episode, is uh, YouTube not giving out information. Just in general. Not just on this issue, but on others as well. YouTube has to do a better job at communicating to its creators. And they have the means to do it, you know? They have the absolute means to do it via updates, uh, via Twitter, via channels even. There could be an official YouTube channel. Platform. Right, like... There's no they do excuse. have one channel. 
I will give them credit. Last year, they started a channel where they do cre- they, they do little updates. All right, but it's very small, and it's not but really it's pushed by them. But it's very small. It's more like, here's stuff we're doing with like the creator studio. Here's stuff we're doing with the way that YouTube looks. It's not as much algorithmic-based stuff. It's not the things that affects the way people make money on this website or the way people grow on this website. But yeah, I think YouTube needs to do a better job on that end, especially, of just doing a better job of communicating to people. Um, but yeah, as far as the conspiracy angle for it, until until I see something, <laughs> man. Until I see something. Yeah. I, I, wish, I wish I could say a defining... Yes, there's some fishy stuff happening, or no, absolutely not. YouTube is a solid company. But as we've seen, like we talked about in the extra episode, certain channels are getting more benefits than other channels. Certain big, you know, smaller YouTubers are kind of getting pushed aside a little bit. There's a lot that's kind of going on mm-hmm. that... Ultimately, kind of I feel like we're, we're put into a place where... We can't let that make as big an impact on us because one, we're in no control of it at all. Right. Uh, But number two, I don't want this to become an excuse for for channels to stop working and to stop putting in effort. Because if it's not true, and if we've made all these nasty videos and nasty words and all this other shit, and it's revealed that it's not true, well, then you've put yourself in a really bad situation. I don't want this idea of a mainstream media conspiracy to just to unencourage other YouTube channels to not try, you know? Yeah. Because we can't do anything about it. So we might as well continue to put work in. And when shit does hit the fan, then we need to start uniting people. We need to start getting on them about it. hundred percent. I mean, I'll go off of that a little bit. Um, We, we commonly talk about big trending topics um, by we, I mean everybody in the United States, everybody in the world. We we get onto big topics, and we're kind of like this affects us. The government is a prime example. Uh, you know, there's there's always something going on in the government that people are like, this is a conspiracy, this is the inside job, whatever it may be. Um, we think it affects us more than it does, but here's the thing: no matter how much it affects us. There's nothing that we can particularly do about it, so why stress about it? Right. And I think we're still in control, you know? I agree. Right? I agree. There isn't isn't a campaign by YouTube to get Zack Snyder Productions shut down, right? I mean, not yet. Not yet, anyway. Just just wait. Illuminati (laughs) confirmed? Illuminati confirmed. Oh, boy. But, like, even if there was, right? Like... Zach still has the power to put all of his shit on Twitter and Facebook and right. Vidme. And, there's you know. nothing specifically that I could do about it. I mean, right. I could go riot in the streets or yell or complain. He can adapt. Or <laughs> he can adapt. I can adapt and make more videos, different videos, put it on other platforms. Like, there's there's a lot of solutions of these things you can do. Right. Just find different ways to deal with it. It's right. not... People worry too much. I used to be the same way. I used to stress out about a lot of things, and then I learned not to care as much about certain things. Mm-hmm. Made my life better. Now I just stress out about my myself a lot. But sure. Sorry, sorry if my on the fence stance on this offends anybody out there. 
But trust me, if you were angry at that, then do not go to my YouTube channel because almost every question's on the couch. <laughs> I get asked about a serious thing and almost all my answers boil down to on the fence answers, right? Like, I don't typically lean one way or the other on a lot of things and this is this is one of them. This yeah. is one of them. But thank you for the comment. Well, that's fine. Yeah, thank you for the comment. Thanks, guys. It's been a... Uh... It's been great to hear your thoughts and remember if you have anything to talk about on this episode if we made anything confusing you have any questions if you have any topics you specifically want us to talk about let us know in the comments let us know on social media because that's gonna bring you guys more value and make it a little bit easier for us to do these episodes <laughs> i want to uh this might be a little spoilery or something i'm not sure but I want to eventually, in the next couple of episodes, uh, do a little live stream and just answer your guys' questions. That'd be awesome. I'm not saying it's coming up next or anything, or even for a little bit, but I want to I wanna throw that idea out there for a couple of you guys. Yeah, I think Ben had said something about us doing a live stream, wanting to see yeah. that happen. So I think that would be We've really thought about fun. it. We've thought about it. Yeah. It's just a matter of when. Definitely. Cool. Well, um, episode six, another YouTube podcast. Don't sub for sub. <laughs> it's officially uh, been recapped, everybody. Thank you for it's watching. Officially, cue credits. Cue uh, credits. Roll it up. Yeah. So I've been Zach. I've been Aiden. And we want to thank you for listening to this episode of another YouTube podcast. Bye. Bye.